hey, hey, welcome to the Wax About It podcast, where we uncover all of the behind the scenes action of waxing and much more. I am your host, Asha Marie, an entrepreneur in the ever-growing field of waxing, skincare, and hair removal. never gets oh that is my jam what's up everybody it's asha marie here and i am back with another episode i'm so excited because i could not wait to get up in here i have been in the process of moving and we all know how stressful and annoying moving is and it's just a big weight on your shoulders physically demanding emotionally mentally just you know making sure everything's planned I'm not the best mover y'all like I'll hire movers and everything but like they don't take everything because I don't have everything packed and I've never had movers packed for me because I just don't have everything in order like my laundry sometimes isn't always done okay like I don't, I just always have a stack of papers somewhere for some reason. You know, I try to do my best to get through my mail, but that's neither here nor there. Welcome back to the show, y'all. I'm super stoked because today we're going to be talking about some more horror stories. Everybody wants to know what's going on in the wax room. And y'all, I can't give you enough stories because I'm only one person. However, I have collected a census, or I should say a plethora, if you will, of different scenarios and anecdotes. So I'm going to go ahead and start a new series, y'all, and it's going to be the Wax Horrors series, y'all. So there's just a bunch of stuff going on in the rooms that only waxers know about and, you know, the people who are there. But I think it's pretty funny stuff. Sometimes it could be a little traumatizing, but let's go ahead and share. So I found a story that I'm going to read to you. This is actually from another waxologist and she writes, an adventurous day for me, I must say. Today, I had the pleasure to visit Fart City. <laughs> My client... Thank you, thank you. Oh, oh okay, all right, all right. My... Okay, thank you. All, all right, all right. My client kindly took me there during her Brazilian wax. However, I would never like to visit that place again. And not to mention, the first trip she took me on two waxes ago was to the poop factory. <laughs> All right, we're not, at, we're, not at the, we're not at the funny part. Just know I didn't like that trip either. I promise y'all, the smell was stuck in my mask for at least 10, ten minutes. minutes. Ew, God, that sounds horrible. Then she had a nerve to keep talking like an aroma didn't just take the first exit out of her hind pots. And that's how she wrote it, hind pots. <laughs> She must be Italian. (laughs) Anyone else had an exciting day? Listen, this is normal stuff, okay, that we experience on the regular. Farts, poop, like that's totally normal. I mean, think about it. We're dealing with people's hind pots here. So to have an aroma, which it sucks because it got stuck in her mask because that is the worst smell. Like, okay, I'm going to let y'all in on a little secret. Are y'all ready? Okay. This is like such a harbored true fact 
for waxologists that we don't share with the general public because it's not embarrassing. It's just kind of like one of those things that you just got to suck it up and shut up about. However, with the whole mask situation, right, when we do our Brazilian waxing throughout the day, you know, usually if you're booked and busy, you have a lot of Brazilian waxes that you're doing. You're being exposed to a lot of vaginas. And, you know, sometimes the scent can just like get in the room, right? And we don't realize it all the time because we're doing it every day, like all the time. So sometimes if we notice it's because it's like a stronger smell, but on the day-to-day, like it's a normal smell, right? But the crazy thing is when we leave and we clock out and we go home or we're driving home, like that smell can get stuck in our mask. And it's kind of like, why do I smell like vagina today? Like that has happened to me more times than I can count. And so many of my former coworkers, so many of my current team, like we all experience that feeling. And it's so normalized, y'all. Like we don't even think about it. Like, I mean, yeah, it sucks that we smell like vagina, but it's like, oh my gosh, can't everybody else smell it? I smell like vagina. Probably not. But the fact that I can smell it, it's just like, okay, the first thing I do every time, like whenever I get off work and go home is take a shower because of that exact reason. I mean, of course, I want to get all the germs from the day off of me, but I want to get that smell off of me. I don't want to be smelling like everybody else's, you know what I'm saying? Like I want to smell like my own if I do smell like one. But I mean, I'd rather not smell like it in general. But, you know, that's that's just where my thought process is at. But I do feel bad for old girl because her mask had poop smell in it. And the girl was acting like she didn't do nothing. No one. It was just those two in the room. But yeah, y'all, that is one of the stories that I have received. And it is hilarious. So, yeah, do with that what you will. All right, y'all, I'm going to read one more story. So this is actually something that I um, that was sent to me and it's freaking hilarious. So I just want to tell y'all this story is actually more detailed and people are good writers. I will say that. So this actually happened um, about a week ago from the day that I'm reading this. So it's fresh, y'all. It's fresh. Here we go. Today I fucked up by waxing my armpit the day before an important event. So, the following, the today I fucked up, may contain mention of blood, sweaty armpits, and bikini areas. Reader and listener discretion is advised. You may be wondering why armpit is singular. I have two, but fortunately, I didn't get to start the other one for the reason that will soon become obvious. So, I'm quite pale with dark hair that grows pretty fast, so I'm always self-conscious about my pits being hairy, even if they're freshly shaped. I blame the society's expectations for women and my aunt, who did not follow the society's expectations for women and therefore traumatized me in my childhood with her sweaty, hairy armpits. I do see the irony. Anyway, anyway, anyway. I have recently gotten a wax heater and some wax and have had quite a lot of success waxing my bikini area, in quotes, Never wore a bikini in my life and don't intend to, but apparently that's what it's called. Which is supposed to be the most painful and difficult to wax. Well, turns out it is not. Oh, good for her. She can wax on a bikini area. Which is why I'm curious as to how this went wrong with the armpits. But anyway, back to the story. I applied some powder and some wax around the whole area where hair grows. That was a mistake. I should have patch tested first. Because once it came to ripping the wax off. It just wouldn't budge. I tried harder and it hurt like hell. 
some blood started dripping from the areas where I managed to rip out a few hairs. I felt like continuing could cause serious damage, not to mention excruciating pain, but I had to get the wax off somehow. I tried cutting the stuck hairs off with the razor, didn't work, the wax was stuck too close to the skin. Then tried scissors, nope. Finally, I ended up heating the wax up with a hair dryer, oh my god, on hot setting for several seconds to soften it, then pulling it off bit by bit. Oh my god, that sounds terrible. Took me over an hour and I have very little time to pack now. <laughs> I forgot she was going on a trip. <laughs> and attend the event with a painful, itchy armpit. Oh, and I still have small bits of wax stuck there. Does anyone have a good way to get rid of these? <laughs> or do I have to pick them out? Oh my gosh, y'all. This is, this is actually sad. So yeah, this was eight days ago. I hope this girl figured out how to get it off. I hope she's not still walking around with bits of wax stuck in her underarm. I would hope that, you know, by showering daily, She's able to get it off. I don't know how much was there, though. I don't know what kind of wax she used. Like, it's just so many questions that I have. Not to mention, she said that she tried a razor. She tried. I knew that wasn't going to work. She tried scissors. She should have just shaved her underarms. I usually don't condone that. You know, I'm big on waxing if you could do it. But in this case, Shorty should have just grabbed the razor. and just been done with it five minutes later. She tried scissors and that didn't work. Oh my, so, okay, so she probably, it was it probably wasn't enough space between the wax strip and her skin. Oh my gosh. Yeah, so here's what I think happened, y'all. I think that she waited too long for the wax to dry. And when she started pulling it off, it started ripping and tearing and crumbling. Or it could just be maybe the strip that she laid was too thin, which again causes it to crumble and break when you try to remove it. Or honestly, there are some trash waxes out there. Some trash ass waxes. There are some trash waxes out there that cause just ripping and don't pull and perform like they should. They're not elastic enough or they are, I mean, they're trash. So that's why it's important to go to a professional. Like, yes, you can learn how to do it yourself at home. Yes, you can watch a YouTube video and try to emulate everything in that YouTube video. But let me tell you something. You watch cooking shows, right? And you see them cooking on the cooking show. And then you try to do it at home. Does it come out exactly like it does in the cooking show? Sometimes it probably doesn't. Am I right? So it's the same thing with waxing. Like you could try to do every single thing the same way that you saw somebody do it in a YouTube video. But if you don't have the right setting, the right materials, the right technique, honestly, I mean, people go to culinary school. Come on now. Like we go to aesthetic school. Like we don't just do this. If everybody could learn everything off of YouTube, universities wouldn't exist. Okay. They were there. They've been there. And they're not going to go anywhere. They're going to stay there. And it's because that is where, among many places, you get the proper training and you get the right amount of experience and exposure to the right knowledge, y'all. So I'm sorry if I discourage anybody from waxing at home, but this is not the worst story that I've heard. And she was talking about her armpits. I'm still trying to figure out how, you know, she was able to do her bikini. I think it's because she only did her bikini. If she would have did her whole Brazilian, she would have had this same problem. So yeah. What's her name? I don't think it says her name on here. <laughs> but if you're listening to this, I am so sorry this happened to you before an important event. That sucks. Yeah, you definitely shouldn't do something like this before you have to go somewhere. You need to do this when you can have some downtime if you're going to sit around 
not sit around, but like, you know, play around with waxing. Waxing is serious business and waxing is not for the weak. Okay, I'm not saying she's weak, but (laughs) I mean, she's walking around with wax stuck in her underarm still eight days later. So it ain't for everybody. I mean, just go just find someone who can do this for you. Please. And I do my own underarms from time to time. But honestly, it really is difficult to do because you have to still pull the skin taut. You only got one hand at that point. You still have to use one hand to pull it like as fast as you can. Like it's not easy, y'all. Like it takes a lot of practice and precision. But yeah, waxing stories. (laughs) That's all I got for today. I just wanted to give my two cents on the situations And um, if you have anything that you stumble across or if you find anything or you know what, if you have your own stories, I would love to hear them. If you want to stay anonymous, that is totally fine. I got you. But these are hilarious. And I think that other people should hear them to either give them a laugh or deter them from trying to do this themselves. Specifically, I would love to come across stories that happen like during COVID like that. I'm pretty, 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 pretty sure there are plenty of those. So anyway, you can reach me on social media or you can send your story to my email address. It's waxaboutitpodcast at gmail.com. And if you find value in this episode or if you laughed just one time, I really, really would appreciate if you rate this podcast on whatever platform you're listening to it on. Five stars, please. And until next time, y'all, stay woke. And (laughs) I'm just kidding. Uh, Keep your skincare routines going, y'all. And uh, I'll see you next time. Bye. Oh, and we can get social, too. Follow us on Instagram at Wax About It or Facebook at Wax About It. And, uh, you know, we can wax about it. <laughs> <laughs>